0: We should have some uh, special music fanfare. We just played a minute of special music. We did. That's our theme song by Jim Drake, Chicago musician. And uh, today is our Oscar preview because Sunday, February 9th, earlier than usual, is the 92nd. Academy Awards, and
1: next week, uh, next year, it's going to go back to I think the second week of it February. It is
0: because people freaked out that they didn't have enough time to campaign. Well, no, they didn't
1: like they didn't like the
0: fact that the Grammys, the Super Bowl, and the Oscars were consecutive weeks. Right. Well, I get the Hollywood Reporter now, and it is filled with ads. So I don't know how they can't say they can't don't have time to campaign.
1: And it's the last. It, the award season is now over. It will be over.
0: Right, well, as well it should be, because it is way too long, I think. And we have a special guest Yes, we have a special guest who knows movies. I'm just sitting here nodding my head. (laughs) Chris Clark, Artistic Director of Cinema St. Louis. Welcome. Hello. Hello. Good to be here.
1: With our guest, Chris Clark, we will talk about Birds of Prey in just a second, for a very little bit of time. And then, around minute 15, we will talk
2: the Oscars. Many people are saying, you know, how valid are these awards? Anymore? And who are they to dictate the rules of when everything else happens? Um, You know, there's a lot more voices in the world. So I don't know, that's a much deeper, longer conversation. But, But, you know, their, their presence and foothold and everything they've done has really shrunk in the last five to 10 years. So, so significantly that, you know, what is the... Yeah, Why they, should they extend it and make this big ballyhoo for months and months and months and it, it's well, expensive? Well, it's the second most... Gets in the way, It's yeah. the
1: second most-watched live event in any given television year. But sure. it's
0: still gone downhill.
1: Well, yes. You know. But also, like, the week before the Super Bowl, all the ads there, the thing was that the ads, and they were, by demographic, the men ads were for the Super Bowl and the female-oriented ads were for the Oscars, mm-hmm. which doesn't make sense at all but that's just that's how the advertising world works Mm -hmm. and so don Don draper taught us this exactly and so and so in the world of mad men we're going to see a whole bunch of new ads that are spent they're not they're not priced as high as the super bowl ads but they're going to be either continuations or ads of uh, this quality or magnitude next week
0: yeah. Well, we watch it because we're movie fans, but some people <laughs> skip it entirely and they don't care. Well, see, that's the thing.
1: For the last several years I've been going to my cousin's house because he and his wife have a big party uh, and uh, they raise money for cinema St. Louis. But as yes, they should. As they should. And this year I'm not able to go that to that because the St. Louis Blues every time in February the first weekend that they don't have home games, the Blues do Casino Night. This year, with the Oscars being moved up, I'm going to be working Casino Night, so I will be with the St. Louis Blues, where their theme is a talent show, which I do not understand what's going on there. I am just there to play the music and be happy.
0: Well, we do have the beauty of DVRs, so you can tape it. Once uh, <laughs> I've only missed two Oscars in my entire life, and that was pre VCR. Okay. That was when I was a budding reporter and I had to cover.
2: You know, as meetings. you know, we've for a long time, Cinema St. Louis has had an Oscar Night fundraiser um and staff grew to be not as enthralled with it uh, over time <laughs> let's say and um we were in a couple of years ago we finally cut the cord and we do other fundraisers and other things and um it was just a, a fight to get a bunch of people and a lot of work and a lot of carrying stuff to set up a, a big event in a restaurant on Sunday night and uh, it was, just took a lot of toll after a busy festival season that ended right before Christmas, and we just had to cram it all together in and a short period of time. It's
1: also weird because if you are a cinemaphile, you're probably going to want to watch the Oscars with either like-minded people or by yourself.
2: I hadn't really seen the show in over 20 years. Exactly. Until recently, and I, I always loved it growing up. So, you know, I missed this. I was always around it, and I would see bits and pieces, but I never watched it. And I was so exhausted by the end of the event, I never wanted to go back and watch it again, relive that hell. <laughs> so... Um, it's, so, but we this year we're doing, and this has been an experiment. We actually talked about it years past, but now we're really doing it. <laughs> People pay us not to come to this big event. We have little home satellite parties where little kits are given out with you know ballots and mm-hmm. and and instruments by which they can fundraise for us by and bingo passing cards the hat sometimes. and bingo cards and and little games and and ways that you can give to Cinema St. Louis without coming and to do it so we don't make nearly as much money but we didn't make that much in the first place well Um, i did it last year i
0: participated Mm -hmm. and i won a party pack that was quite lovely well this year
1: uh, one of the ways to uh, win prizes at my cousin's house is to either dress up as uh, one of the films or to give money to cinema st louis so you can get out of the costume contest by giving money to Cinema
2: St. Louis. Uh-huh. I'm, well, our... I'm going to one of the satellite events by uh, <laughs> uh, Delce uh, Corlew. Oh, okay. Her new... new <laughs> who just recently married. Uh, <clears throat> so we're going to uh, her new uh, home, small gathering. So uh, I'll be the, the Cinema St. Louis shill at this uh, satellite event.
0: Well, she is on the board of mm-hmm. Cinema St. Louis, but oh, she, she was uh, uh, huge back in the 60s on K... X O okay, K yes. and she was quite the fashionista.
2: Yes, she was the fashion reporter. And, uh,
0: oh yeah, and they you would they would have fashion shows at Stickspear and Fuller the, and Famous mm-hmm. Bar on Saturdays. And uh, she back then was, it was
1: Famous and Bar is what they called it. Right, and
0: she was quite because she had a British accent. She was the she was the representative of Carnaby Street culture. It's like for the St. CNN Louis. guy. Mm-hmm. It's
1: like the the guy that they have on for the Royals. He's British, and so it gives a little air of. Uh,
0: yeah, because this was in the heyday of Beatlemaniac and, mm-hmm. and Johnny Rabbit, the first and one. Today's the anniversary and, of um, them landing in New York. Aha, uh-huh. that's right. That's oh, right. I'll have to I Beatles. knew. I knew that that date was. And in then they were head. on Ed Sullivan, February 9th. Right. So here's yeah, what,
1: Here's what pick. we're gonna say. We're gonna talk about the Oscars and our picks and what we think is going to win and all that in just a second. But first, we have a bone to pick with Warner Brothers. Mm. Yes. And everyone we have talked to that has seen this movie has really enjoyed it, which is very uh, upsetting that they did not show it to us. They were not going to show us Joker, which is probably going to win a lot of awards also. They were not originally going to show us that until we complained about it. We sent a letter. We sent a letter to Warner Brothers and they finally acquiesced and showed us Joker, which is now going to win probably Best Actor on Sunday night. Deservedly so. Speaking of the DC Universe, they did not choose to show us Harley Quinn and the oh I'm sorry it's Birds of Prey and the Emancipation of One Harley Quinn another DC movie from um, Warner Brothers I don't think St. Louis is the only market that didn't I don't think uh, Kansas City got it either
0: got it even though they're Super Bowl champs
1: that has nothing to do with why they didn't pick. I know but I'm
0: just saying oh you're just throwing I'm talking about in the Kansas City and Missouri yeah. okay
2: my assumption is they're just being bean counters probably and cutting, you know, uh, over a number of markets. We're like market a, 21. Yeah, so. isn't this you know, the hugest thing? So they're just, uh, somebody up at uh, Muckety Muck said, uh, slice us off. Slice us um, off, 15. Did they, did they really need, did they really need your approval no. for this film to do well? And that's kind of,
1: you know. And the two people that saw it, yeah. Dan Buffa and Max Poise both saw it and they both
2: loved it. Raved. In The Nature of the Beast, even if it was terrible, it would do $90 right. million. Dollars, All um, the other DC movies you. have yeah. to. Yeah.
1: But they've been saying, and Chris and I were talking about this, that the DC women movies, such as Wonder Woman and anything that uh, Gal Gadot's been in, she she made uh, Justice League a little bit better. She did. She did the best they've thing reshot it. scenes for this, and now with this Birds of Prey movie, that when dc does women they do women really well
0: yeah batman versus superman she was the best thing in
2: it do uh, is the only thing in it anecdote do either of you have dcu i do not dcu the channel i do doom patrol doom patrol is great harley quinn the new animated series is profane and hilarious and one of just the i crack up every week it's on fridays tonight's the night it is insanely funny and dirty and vicious and hilarious so Uh and who does her voice on that um Kaylee cuoco okay yes if that's I knew. i'm saying that right yes. from uh th- from big bang theory yeah um and uh i can't remember there's some other you know name yeah. um in the cast list but poison ivy is her roommate and it's a roommate oh, scenario and like, too
1: and jb smooth i think yes is in it he's yes. in it he is one of the few people that is in both the marvel and dc universe because he's on he's in harley quinn but he's also uh the teacher in spider-man far from home
2: and Homecoming. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's riotous. So I like that character. Um, my wife is, you know, thinks she is Harley Quinn sometimes. <laughs> so there's a lot of paraphernalia and shirts and stuff around. So I'm, you know, very familiar with that world. Um, and this is a great interpretation. And I love, um, well, the cartoon is. But right. back to um, Birds of Prey, which I haven't seen yet. But very interested because I love Margot Robbie. Um, she just, she was the sparkling gem she of the made mess squad. that was yes. the glorious mess i will say i liked it i enjoyed it you because did? it was a glorious mess yes. a glorious mess okay it that's was. all i can say about it it was ridiculous but i liked bits and pieces but when she came out swinging yeah. dear god that was great so yeah. this is had to happen and mm-hmm. i'm glad it's going to take off like a rocket ship
0: that was the first time i heard carl say that they use songs uh in place, in place of emotion
1: they did they said oh hey we're gonna play a queen song here and here's how you're supposed to feel <laughs> and that's how they did it, and it was—it was to me—it was lazy.
0: horrible. And Jared Leto just ruined it for me as the Joker. I just was like, I could not believe he was coming off his Oscar for Dallas Buyers Club, and then what, even Cecil Romero was a better Joker. If you're, but if you're, if if you're
2: Joker. offered the role of Joker, do it.
1: Yeah. yeah. Why wouldn't you? Well, well,
2: there was a different version that I read from from his perspective that they. He thought he was more of a lead, like it was right. more about him. He Disappears and, for forty minutes, and he, but but he he it wasn't set up that way. Right, he was always going to be a tangential character, and he just was pissed is, off about it. Which is why the DCU is a mess. Yeah, so mm. he felt misled, and you know, kind of emoted and channeled that too. But but when you know when Roby came out, phew, she was good. All bets and, are uh, off. It was but,
1: great. But then you can also you also hear the things that uh, she and Mr. Smith might have been having little dalliance going on but look hmm. okay, what what was the movie they were in before uh cuz they were oh in, yeah that uh swindler uh, some kind of heist yeah, movie yeah it was a grifter movie um confidence something like that yeah but it it, it doesn't matter that, that it was the chemistry that they had on that they that they brought to suicide squad which was you know
0: well after that she did *Itania*, and she's so good in that. But and she then had come now she's
1: off she, of Wolf of Wall Street.
0: Right. Oh yeah, that's right. And then now they have um, well, she's Oscar nominee. So she's really For saying nothing. <laughs> <laughs> but that was that's her character and we'll get to that. Well Tom
1: is what she's nominated for. I know. But mm. she had a good year. She's had a good couple of years. She has
0: yes so uh the the big thing on sunday because everybody fills out oscar pools i don't know about you guys but Mm -hmm. i get people asking me to help them with their oscar ballot
1: not on the big ones they they need help on the uh what's the best what's best action short
0: yes those are to me those break those are the the deal breakers the on the on the we had one in the
2: festival the neighbor's window yes Um, was in the festival yeah, yeah I haven't
0: seen that one yet I, I, I want to because it sounds like to me the one I would like the most and it won
2: our
1: best short award we'll too. see also and St. Louis Superman has a St. Louis connection yes but it is not the one that everyone thinks yeah. is going to win is uh, the skateboarding movie we're not going to get we're, – we're we're getting ahead of ourselves. Yeah, we yes. are.
0: We are. Okay, so the big mo is a factor. What, what uh, comes up at the end of the year when all the critics groups start naming their awards and then you get the nominations for the Golden Globes and the Independent Spirit <sighs> Awards and then somehow everything that was the darling of the end of the year kind of shifts – because the latecomers start getting the big mo. Mm-hmm. And I think that is happening. Are we going to start with the low or start well, with the high? Did either
1: of you see Citizen K this weekend? No. No. Okay. I have the link. Uh, and you're not in for a Russian uh, spy movie? No, I'm going to watch it. I just... Didn't watch it this weekend. I had no. Uh, yeah, it's no, okay. I'll
0: watch it this weekend.
1: All right. Um, I since since I'm not going to an Oscar party I did not make picks I just cheated and uh, got what gold Derby says is gonna win
0: okay so, no no he can be wrong Tom O'Neill can be wrong but now this is everybody not, this, can be wrong this is the critics average this is the, this is the okay. average
1: this is average it's it's him it's their top 24 and it is their populace and they are not close none of them none of them there's nothing like that are right neck and neck except he does have caveats on three of them. But uh, I guess we should start with, uh, speaking of, uh, let's let's dive in. Live action short. It looks like uh, Gold Derby says Brotherhood is probably going to win.
0: Really? I read an article that says. Was that the
1: Hollywood s- Reporter article where, where they made fun of little women?
0: No, and, and... That's a good article. I'm, I'm not going to listen to people making fun of it. No, this was, this was
1: a female voter that said she hated Little Woman because she cringed and yelled at the screen every time they said that
0: they were poor. Well, they were, and they. <laughs> <laughs> this this was a All this right. was a That's voter.
1: She was an anonymous oh, voter. Dang. They, because you know what, Entertainment Weekly used to do that every year when they were weekly, mm-hmm. but now they don't do that anymore. The Hollywood Reporter. Has they used taken. to have
0: a big special Oscar edition, and, it was and great. I didn't. And this year it's James Bond. I, yeah, I didn't month. get it. But now uh, there are whole. Uh, uh, award prediction websites have become a cottage industry that is why gold derby is a big deal Mm -hmm. you have awards daily you have all these sites everybody's talking to be it's become like a sporting event well
1: what did what did you read was going to win live action short
0: the Saria, is it s-a-r-i-a yeah i heard uh, something about that too yeah that's the one well first of all last year the shorts were so depressing. Yes. Oh, my God. And this year it's not any different because we got cancer. We got child abuse. We got animal abuse. We got abortion. We got what else? And not That's, just live was, shorts, but doc shorts and animated. Was last and year animated. the period
1: movie that won? Or was that two mm-hmm, years ago? I thought it was last year.
2: So for your informed listeners, and I'm sure you two know this, um, by Academy standards, um, a short subject is 40 minutes or less. Wow. A feature-length film in the upper categories is 40 minutes and one second and up wow. it used to be 45 minutes mm-hmm. and less but often over time uh, if you look back through history no, the um the some of the winners have been the 39, 40-minute shorts that really are short features and really tell. So, in other words, they cut down their feature to yeah. make it win. Or just were made, you know, just a long-form a long form short. Mm-hmm. Um, and those are, you know, in festival world, it's hard to program something but, like that. But, so those, those are specialty items. And um, I think some people are thinking of of uh, making them
0: into features mm-hmm. now. Like some of them, along uh, them are specs for Yeah, it.
1: right. Exactly. That's, that's what happened with Sling Blade. Sling Blade yep. started yep. as a short yep. film, and then they made it into a bigger one.
0: Um, I
2: <laughs> Sling Blade, the short, directed by George Hickenlooper. Yes.
0: That's right, and a guy just died that w- helped do this the yep. screenplay for Big Bass, Bass Ring. Yep. So St. Louis Superman is less
1: than twenty minutes. And it is 28 minutes, 28 minutes, yes. it's 28 minutes. Wow. Yes. It didn't seem that long. I thought it was. Le- oh, what? Yes.
0: All right. Maybe I thought it was. OK. How do you think St. Louis Superman is
1: going
2: to do that? Would be documentary short. It's a best doc. Uh, um, you know, it'd be great that it win, would win, but arguably it would not. It's not. It doesn't the, have an ending. The deep impacted social impact you know, social justice thing that, you know, heart-tugging story. It's an, it's an empowering story on many levels. It's, but it does have a, a weird ending where he kind of— Well, and he, then the ending isn't the ending because no. it went on from there because, uh, uh, you know, other things have happened since right. then. But, you know, it did tell that—, that are not in the film. Uh, it reminds a little bit of um, uh, the Jeff Smith movie about can, can, you know, Mr. Smith get to Washington. Because that came out, this documentary that Frank Popper had made, but right at the time when he was arrested and sent to prison, Um, so that kind of you know clouded over this (laughs) empowering. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. and Long since you know that's that's the past. But this movie about this empowering politician's story Mm -hmm. became clouded by real life. Real life. So anyway, so that's beside the point. Um, it may not win, but it's so great that it's part of the story. And his story is out there. He's a super nice guy. The filmmakers we're here we showed it t- two times last year i felt the-
1: sorry for mtv films because they had this great story going on mm-hmm. they were he has a lot of kids and they're only they only focus on the one that shares the birthday with michael brown mm-hmm. and but he has many kids and it was a really interesting story and as i said last week you think it's going to be one thing and then it's something else and then,
2: it's, then there's a rap battle and um uh, yeah. virgin ears get hurt M- mtv films is going you know Pedal to the metal in the right. documentary world, and they're trying to be a, a bigger player. Uh, they're pivoted long since you know um, my you know 20s and 30s of listening to music only. Right. Um, but they the had real another world. film that they they've been buying up a lot of you know pretty impactful social justice type films. They had another film, um, Seventeen Blocks, that we played in the festival. It almost got yanked at last minute because they were doing uh, the Re-shoots. Davey Rothbart. Oh, uh, ah, okay, I did see that. That is their property, and that became a struggle at the end because they were trying to position it. it so it just, lots of new players in the world. Right. Amazon right. and Netflix and uh, Hulu. Um, everybody's a QB. filmmaker. Yeah. Uh, Quibi. Quibi. Apple. You know, those dead people. <laughs> Quibi, well, Quibi's supposed to be yep.
1: short little ten things. Ten minutes. Ten minutes. Right. But uh, Gold Derby says learning to skateboard
2: in a war zone if you're a girl is going to win that. Which um, we get an asterisk there. Um, we did play it during the festival, but it wasn't public. It was just for our Cinema for Students screening. Oh. So we did show it to a great number of students in town. And they liked it? They loved it. And About you this. liked it? I have not seen it. Oh. But I, you know, you I'm aware showed that it, it happened. <laughs> yes. Right. I, I, I can you know claim right. that I've touched it in some way. <laughs> I was aware that it happened. There yeah. are
0: only so many hours in the day sure. sometimes. Well, it's not my department.
1: The animated, the animated short is I... The only, I saw three of these, including the Pixar one, but the one everyone says is going to win is Hair Love, which is about the dad trying to brush his
0: little girl's hair. That's my pick because, well, they showed it before the Angry Birds 2 movie in okay. the theaters. Because, you know, Pixar usually first all, shows. First of all, why did you go to the Angry Birds 2 film? I
2: didn't. Oh, okay.
0: I'm just going on
2: the descriptions here okay. because her, her moles have informed her that this happened. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, isn't there a St. Louis connection to the Hair Love short too?
0: I don't know. I don't know. We have to find out. I did. Glenn work on it? No, Glenn worked on the short before Secret Life of Pets two. Glenn okay. McCoy. Okay. He worked From on Belvo. the short that the it's before Secret mm. Life of Pets two because mm. he he does yeah. that for that company. Elim- yeah. He works for them, and uh, I have that short somewhere. I uh, have
1: it. No, because uh. you haven't turned on you haven't turned on a, uh, Angry Birds Two, and so you can't no. Have, it came. It came. Well, not came the hair the love,
0: thing? but the the short oh, the that one? he did before Secret Life of Pets Two. That's on the DVD,
1: which I did not think was as horrible as people said it was. It was. No. It was. It was. It, it was. I listened back to my review of the first one. And it's the exact same review because it was
0: it's it's fine. It's fine. All right. Yeah, well, well Pixar usually shows one a short before their big movies and that wins Kit, often. Kit Bull was really well done. But it's this cute. year they did not put anything before Frozen Two or Toy Story Four. So then what was Kit Bowl from? Kit Bull I, is uh, just out there, I think. I I think they might have it had w- that
1: before T S four. I'm not sure, but I remember I remember seeing it. But then again, my daughter likes the Sparks. Maybe it's one of the Sparks. But they, it would have had been
0: released. Yeah, I don't know. Because I remember seeing
1: it. But then Disney put out a lot of material.
0: <laughs> right, right. I so, mean, it, it
1: could have run before Aladdin or Lion King.
0: Yeah, it ran, it ran before something, but it wasn't Frozen 2 or Toy Story 4. Okay. Um, yeah.
1: International film, everyone, this is a no-brainer.
0: That... I think the two biggest locks on Oscar night are Brad Pitt and Parasite, winning international feature, now no longer called foreign language film. Do you think
1: that, because that is, that is the one asterisk on Gold Derby, that do you think that if it wins international, it is it going to be shut out for best picture? And, Chris, first of all, do you think that it's going to win best
2: international film? I do. I thought it was... Because it's, it's a great film. Just so great i could talk about that forever i love the host i love him i love all the little factoids i know about you know the making of the film and mm-hmm. they um they built that the house was a set um, right the apartment a vulture had a big which, article a, on the how apartment in the whole street that was in the bottom of a big swimming pool so they could do all that that was all construct um they built all that wow. so they could do that flooding and everything to look like that um the the, the 90 degree turns that happened many times during the course of the story, it's just sophisticated, just sparkling filmmaking and, and story writing. Uh, yes. How <laughs> well, he
0: blocked it is, is incredible to me. If it doesn't um, win,
2: it'll be there'll be some oohs and ahs and what. Um, does it, you know, so the prevailing handicapping theory would be yes, it would kind of knock it down a peg or two. Because that's what they did for Roma last year. But Roma also
1: had the Netflix thing that was going against it at the same time.
0: Right. Well, so you
2: know, the theory would be, you know, also would it would they give it to something else, ooh. in lieu of? But these are two different voting blocks, exactly. So you they're not there's they're not looking at each other's crib notes
1: because everybody votes for picture, mm-hmm. and you have to be in the the
2: foreign film category or the they have, you know whatever department that is. Right. But yeah, so. Um, you know, it wouldn't work exactly like right, that. So, no exactly. conspiracy theory really aligns properly.
0: I just think because it, it has been seen more and now it's out on DVD. And yes, it's but been it was stream- it's on DVD this week. But it's been streaming on, right. if you have
2: DirecTV and you have know What else seen is it. an international picture? 1917. It's technically an international film. Technically. Well, technically, yeah. yeah. Just because yeah. it's English doesn't yeah. mean it's, it's not from right. this country. Right. right. So, you know, right. so there you go. So, international films often yeah. win. Huh.
0: Well, I think at because the Screen Actors Guild, it was the first uh, foreign film to win Best Ensemble. Yes, that's what it had the momentum. No, it's going to win
2: a couple of things. Uh, almost, you know, I, I, I was sure it So, and I
0: voted for Bong Joon Ho for uh, director for the Critics Choice Awards, and uh, he tied with Sam Mendes at the Critics Choice. So he's got right. momentum going because he's he won, does. but but Sam Mendes won DGA yeah was was bong nominated for DJ mm-hmm. okay because that because oh, oh, I don't know yeah so that's usually a big pre you know prognosticator of that if you look at the guild awards so we're kind of going all over the map here so what are we going to go to after the uh shorts now
1: well then let's go to documentary feature where gold Derby says the president of the United States of America 44. The 44th president of the United States is going to
0: win an Oscar. The Edge of Democracy? No, American Factory. Oh, American Factory, which is very good. Very, very good. I'm just upset that Apollo 11, which is magnificent. You
1: loved it. You said nothing but good things about it for six months now.
0: Right. Didn't even get nominated, which the documentary why is it that the documentary category, like they ignore Steve James, finally he got one a couple of years ago. And then last year, Won't You Be My Neighbor uh, wasn't that was about my favorite film in, of the year, you know. Year. In
2: the you know, hallowed halls of the academy, there are lots of little fiefdoms and or, lots or, of things you hear about. They're just they all run things in their silos their own way, and they're not necessarily connected tissue to the other groups and sometimes they do their own things their own way and but there's a lot of subterfuge and and power plays and politics involved but
1: i also i also think we'll see politics that's that's why uh, gold derby believes that american factory is going to win but what i'm saying here is last year my excuse so to be for won't you be my neighbor so to speak was that everyone thought everyone everyone else was going to nominate it, so they're going to push their pet yep. project forward, yep. and then it didn't get enough to do it. And yep. I don't know if Apollo Eleven felt had the same way, but Free, so- Free Solo,
0: is a very fine film, and. It is. It's a great movie. It's oh that the cinematography is just amazing. And you and, and you, you're even though you're you know on the edge of dead. your seat. You know yeah. he's
1: not dead, but you still fear for him anyway.
0: Yeah, that's true. Well there's another documentary this year that I like very much called The Cave. It's about a, a female mm-hmm. doctor in Syria who and? takes care of people. And I, it's very well done.
1: Gold Derby even said that they think that the Obama's American factory will win just so the left can say something against
0: oh, yeah. the right. Oh, yeah. Well, that's right, because Obamas uh, are involved in producing they it. They produced I mean, right. they didn't
1: really have anything to do with the film. They just, right. had, they just lent their, put it
0: out there. Lent their right. name to it. Ed- it's good. It's about a— uh, 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 a Chinese company coming into a revitalizing a factory that had been shut down, mm-hmm. and it's the culture clash. It's kind of like the it's documentary. Mr. Mom. Well, of gung, what was that? Gung ho. Gung ho. Oh, yeah, it's, that's right. It's, that's right. It's the real version of gung ho. I got I
1: got my Michael Keaton 80s
0: <laughs> yes. comedies next up. Sorry, Ron Howard. Yeah, so it is. It is very good. Um, I, I said that like five times now, right. but it is worthy of it. But yeah, it's interesting because it is. Um, it it they have a lot of different. The, the Chinese guys don't understand Americans work uh, work ethics. Not as sharp as which is the, not the Asian work. Not the same ethic. as yeah. <laughs> they don't get it.
1: <laughs> uh, Gold Derby says that since frozen 2 is not nominated that toy story 4 will win best animated feature
0: i think that but how How to to train train your your dragon. dragon hidden world is really campaigning hard well
1: you know why it's the last one in the series and every year it gets shut out and i i i said back when it came out that how to train your dragon had better special effects than avatar and that won best picture so I, I love the Dragon series. I thought it actually is a very good ending for that series, and I could see some people in the Academy that have been voting for this category for several years giving
0: Dragon some love. But I I it's still Toy Story four. And oh, did Missing Link win the Golden Globe? Not that that matters because it's only 98 people. I think it people. did. Didn't it? But yeah, but
2: Missing Link. Let's not rule out. Okay, like let's it. not rule out Missing Link. I yeah.
0: like Laika, and
1: I think this is a middling Laika. There have been better Lika mov- movies than this.
2: Agreed, but you know, glad that they're existing. Glad that they're at the table. I love uh, We had them. Brad Schiff was here with us in November, and so you know, uh,
1: I love great. Leica and I want them to keep doing. I want them. Oh, to they keep selling. Never, yeah, keep selling uh, every single prop that you have, so you can make more movies. Yep. Yes, I agree. All they're right. Good, so. so the next three: visual, sound mixing, and sound editing. Gold Derby says that nineteen seventeen is going to win all three of those. All right, let's go back to visual.
0: Do you, I think that the effects. CGI in the Avengers Endgame was so seamless and smooth, or Star Wars, and well, we got that little <laughs> ninth little film there. But I I was so impressed with Avengers Endgame. how uh, how the CGI. Was not overdone because that's my biggest complaint about a lot of action movies is that it's so much CGI. But this Professor Hulk is really well done. (laughs) Yes, but this it is. It just seemed to flow really well and it wasn't excessive. Well, if you go back
1: and look at even Incredible Hulk or any of the other Hulk, it it has gotten so good that you can see Mark Ruffalo, especially with Professor Hulk, but you can see Mark Ruffalo in there acting. And it's basically a, a Andy Serkis-type character. Mm-hmm.
0: So, and then there is Star Wars, but I don't know. I, I had some issues with the CGI.
2: but which, man, It's okay. You, yeah. can, you can have issues yeah. with it. It's fine. Just, I think 1917 will absolutely win the other two. Yeah. Um, but visual effects? <sighs> Avengers? Do you want to give it to a comic book? <clears throat> I'm not going to rule out that 1917 would be a steamroller and just gobble up lots mm-hmm. of things because what they did was not the same at all as the avengers or any of these other things star wars it's in the whole different side of the camp like uh bombshell being in the makeup category which right. they should win it's not deep creatures or, or something kooky no, like they that just made but look like it real was people. seamless in the mm-hmm. creepiness of john lithgow so that's just a craftsmanship on a smaller more delicate scale and, but those are the deserves, people that vote for that category deserves to win so you know that's my vote in makeup category, by the way, bombshell because right. of what they did. Oh. So in the same way, nineteen seventeen, the um, the subtleness of the simulated, you know, rope like, you know, nonstop thing. Yeah, the um, gimmick.
1: They they, they, would be, they, would be, they would be they would be, they would be celebrating the gimmick, and I think I, the story doesn't need the gimmick. I like the story without the gimmick. I think it propped it up and made it.
0: It elevated it the whole storytelling and i
1: appreciate what you said i just i it was distracting for me well my, my friends start.
0: that just saw it last week they just couldn't believe it and they thought that, they thought it was one shot they did but they also two shots technically. they also said it made it more intense okay. i
2: saw it on a small screen in my mother's living room in the middle of the day uh, with the light streaming in the window and uh i was mesmerized um so it it worked on multiple scales um but what would you say visual? You would say 1917? Uh, or
1: would you like Star Wars or uh, because of
2: the extra effort, you know anybody can do computer graphics like you know anybody can do a, an Avenger thing. anybody could do that, right? Me. A kid with an iPhone. Know. Uh, yeah. But you know, it, but the, you know technology keeps getting better. It's all computer you know, mm-hmm. stuff. This, there's a lot of grit in moving ho- those walls and things right. that they moved around. There was some physical labor. Involved in those visual effects. So, yes, I'm going to say 1970. Okay. Because it, it was more was more tactile. Um, it was more, you know, real right. and dirty. You know, he felt it and smelled it. Um, right. So, I, yes.
0: I don't, Not like all green screen. Yes. Yes. And
1: then they always give out sound mixing and sound editing at the same time.
0: <laughs> I know. And that one guy finally won after, what, 27 nominations and never winning. So, but... What I think, like last year, I thought A Quiet Place was a shoe in for sound. Nothing. It didn't get anything. So I don't, I guess I don't know the sound enough to, um, you know, speculate.
2: Do you have a pick, Chris? For sound mixing or sound editing? I think 1917 will, all those categories. Yeah. Okay. Because of the, you know, the, it was like, you know, somebody, my mom's television, but, you know, I could tell that if this was been in a surround thing, with all the stuff going on, there was just be mud squelching and, and shots. And um, I can just- It is well done. Picture in my mind, mm. you know, the surround of the, the visceral sense. Um, so this is, you know, I think it's a masterpiece. Yeah.
1: Song. I, uh, I'm i not going to, you know what? I'm not going to tell you what Gold Derby says is going to win. I want you to tell me what Okay, you well,
0: win. I really love the song Glasgow from Wild Rose. And interestingly enough, Mary Steenburgen wrote it. Really? Which, yeah, which is so which odd. Which is funny
1: because she teaches Ted dance and
0: But uh, she had – Did you rewatch The Good Place? That's a
1: spoiler. I I, I might – I'm going to cut that out because that's a spoiler for The Good Place. And it's a really good spoiler. My daughter, who's 16, did not understand. I'm like, oh, that's his wife. Mm. So it was cute. It was cute. I enjoyed that.
0: Well, yeah, I don't watch it, but uh, I hear good things. But – glasgow is sung by jesse buckley on and she Who was on really Col- good
1: in judy by the way right
0: she's very good and she's gonna be uh like i said one to watch she but was on been
1: championing this movie since it came out and no right. one knew about
0: it right and she was on colbert and sang the song glasgow and everybody just went nuts so if you go to stephen colbert on youtube put in Glasgow, you will hear her sing this. It's very good. I don't like the Elton John song. I'm sorry. He's going to be there. He's going to be there. They're Billie all, Eilish is no, no, going to... All
1: of the original singers are going to do... Billie Eilish is going to be singing, I, probably in Memoriam or something like that. But all of the originals, like Chrissy Metz is going to sing her song. Um, the the Idina Menzel. I, I, see, that's also weird because it's a, it's a bigger hit with Panic at the Disco right now. But that song... Uh, Frozen, Frozen's already won. Elton John's already won. Uh, Chrissy Metz is more famous on TV. Uh, the woman from uh, Harriet, they, she's Cynthia going to be Cynthia Revo. And who's the fifth one? Oh, Randy Newman. Randy Newman, yeah. who has also won. So it's a lot of new newcomers and people that have already won, but Gold Derby says it's going to be uh, Taryn Edgerton
0: and Elton John. Uh huh. I can see that. I can see it, but yeah, Elton well, still standing. But because Rocket Man kind of sank like a stone, so I could see them giving that. I personally like the Panic at the Disco version of version of Into the uh, uh, Unknown. I play that a lot. Well, I downloaded it Carl. when I
1: saw when hmm. I saw Rocket Man at the end of the movie and they're doing the credits. I'm like, who the hell is trying to sound like Elton John? <laughs> and it was Elton because I thought oh because we'd heard, we'd heard Taron through the whole film mm-hmm. and Mike, well, this doesn't sound like Taryn. it's really Elton John singing that bit but it's 50 years later and that's how Elton sounds now that's how you're going to hear him when he comes back to Enterprise Center
0: in June or July
2: I went to the last show and
0: well uh, I think that the, it was so much fun I <laughs> think that the fact that he's still standing which is that and, is a <laughs> great
1: scene in that movie it is
0: even though it's out of time, right, out of time. Oh,
1: sequence.
2: you know, there's many, many, many problems with the film, but I thought it was great fun. I've always loved he Elton was. John, Taron Edgerton. What a what a treat! He had a he was in a no-win situation. He, he was he was having a good time. The kid that did the mm-hmm. one number. Yes, um, uh, oh, there were so Saturday many good things about all right it. Um, <clears throat> uh, it is my understanding that this is kind of like a, a, a shakedown tour for a potential Broadway run of. You know, something like it. Why not? They've had track records with other things that he's done and See, worked well. That's, that's it what would I said. Be, it would be fine. It would be perfectly fine. They made a movie first, so what? It was fun. Well, that's what I, I, know. I said. To this, me, it seemed yeah. like a Broadway musical. They did it
1: backwards.
2: It did. It, it had, had that be, Broadway. literally the best song, the deepest, most meaningful thing. No, would it be a, a, a biscuit? Fun. Maybe. Maybe yeah. for, um you know. Taron Edgerton actually singing him. He's been popping up at Elton John concerts all over the well, world. Well, because he wanted to get nominated yeah. for Best Actor. Yeah.
0: Well, he won the Golden Globe because they do the comedy yep. slash musical right. one. Well, that's
3: if
2: you had tennis.
3: Yeah,
0: <laughs> you know, he wouldn't.
2: He couldn't compete in this list. No, absolutely not. I, not even close. I,
0: I do think the your song moment. I'd love Jamie Bell. I, you know, ever mm-hmm. since Billy Elliot, he's a little Billy Elliot. So, but he's not. But he's old man. Now. I know, but he's so good as Bernie. Mm-hmm. And that scene where he hands Elton the lyrics to your, your song, song and and he plunks it on the piano. That's one of my favorite scenes of the year. So I don't have any issues with the movie like other people do, but. You're the uh, one
1: that told me I wouldn't like it, and I
0: enjoyed it just Because it's so fine. out of sequence, like at the Troubadour, he he sang. Well, if you, don't, he, you're if the you one, don't
2: drill down, if you don't know these things, yeah, and you, you don't, don't. Which yeah. is
0: why people
1: gave Bohemian Rhapsody a pass, which I think right. is unfortunate. All right, speak. Let's stick with music and go with score. Does John Williams win again and then
0: Star Wars be done? No, it's going to be between the Newmans. It's going to be between Randy Newman and And Thomas Thomas Newman Newman for 1917, which is Majestic. And Randy Newman, he has... When I was listening to the score, because you know they send us the scores, Mm -hmm. I was thinking, this is a throwback to, like, 80s music. Mm -hmm. And uh, that uh, kind of, you know, the, the things about breakups, love stories, and it just seemed to me so... I don't know, what do you guys think? Well,
1: I, I could see them sentimentality giving giving the most nominated man, living man ever, Walt Disney's most nominated, but the most living nominated person ever won more since he says he's not gonna do it anymore. Right. I, I can see that, but um, Thomas Newman's score in 1917 is not very Thomas Newman-like, which, which I think helps and hurts it,
0: because he has a style.
2: Was a wild card joker. joker that's what gold derby that's says right
0: yep. because the woman mm. keeps winning and she also did another score what movie did she do that was also a biggie well
2: it, i think it's and it's a play that they it's safe it's a safe play safe play and it would you know it it broadens their diversity mm-hmm. um, along gender lines and it's not unworthy gold derby um, says it's going to be joker so,
1: so that doesn't bother me at all. I and I enjoyed the Joker score.
0: Yeah, well, I liked a lot about the Joker.
1: It's not the Joker.
0: Okay, yeah, it's, no, Joker. it's Dan, Joker. Dan
1: wouldn't stop telling her to <laughs> stop calling it that.
0: Well, it's just hard not to do it. But I do think, uh, you know, a lot of people think it's going to be a big winner. I don't think it's going to win as much. If as it
1: wins too, that's a big win. For, for, yeah,
2: yeah. All so, right,
1: production design.
0: Once Upon a Time in
1: Hollywood.
2: Chris? Parasite. Ooh, see? Uh,
1: if this is one of the close ones on Gold Derby, but they give it to Once Upon a Time in Hollywood because they think this is the one it can win, and this is the one that will probably, this is, this is what we'll get. This is what it'll get.
0: This is Quentin Tarantino's love of movies and his meticulous attention to detail. Yes, this is where it all comes to play because 1969 LA is so perfectly realized in it that is. movie. Every it little, helps when you own mm, the theater
2: that they're filming. We, right, we can't rule out the what the steamroller that will be in 1917 because of what we we're just talking about in the other category that all those. <clears throat> Brass mortar shells laying in a field, and Mm -hmm. just in the background of one scene that somebody had carried these heavy things out there. Those were real things, and all those tunnels on both sides that they created, and all this. So there, there was a lot of, there's a lot of sweat and dirt Mm -hmm. and balls into making that film on on all levels. Yeah, but you're creating 1969 Hollywood. Oh, no, it's I beautiful. Know. I, it you is. Know, I, it's I'm well torn. I'm torn here is what I'm saying. I'm torn here. I could see. But Parasite was just so elegant. Mm-hmm. With all the, those things, those seamless things that people have been hounding them. Where is that house? I want to buy that. I want to stay in that it. house. <laughs> it was just completely made up. And, you know, I didn't see and that And it's a character. It it's I, a character. I quickly, I, it quickly, you know, got into my head when I read the article about the pool and the street. Although that seemed real, too. It does. But the house... Not the house too. That's <laughs> that's that's movie magic. What the hell? So everything about that movie was a lie. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, um, a friend of mine, so yes, a
0: friend of mine whose son teaches in Japan, he's been Japan raving, is not Korea. I know Japan is not Korea, yeah, but hell? he's been raving about <laughs> Parasite for months, and she is like, "I got to see this movie. I got to see this movie." So when she did, she sent me an article that about the squalor, those little basement mm-hmm. things that that is. a real thing and about the conditions that people live in and what that's like she sent me the article and it's very um, interesting and I just love how he, uh, Bong Joon-ho uses the visual element to his haves and have nots Just, you can, you know, if that movie would have had smell-o-vision, you could have smelled it. (laughs) You didn't want to smell it. Well, you didn't want to. Once you got
1: into that basement, you do not want to smell that.
0: But you could tell that it almost made you feel that, you know. He used all five senses
2: Mm -hmm. Did you see The Host? No, I did not. Did you see The Host? I did not. But
0: I saw Snowpiercer.
2: I saw Snowpiercer. Go back in time, in your spare time, of course. Mm -hmm. And The Host is one of the best creature... Movies, monster uh, movie, monster movie, um, mm-hmm. and it's it's understated, and you don't see the creature all that much, you know. So it's the relationships of these dirty people going through the sewers, and they all have an agenda. Um, it it leads he's up a, to it leads upwards. There's no piercer, and then other things. So you can tell the you know he's a good storytelling a director. So yeah. does that
1: change your mind after the, all this for production design?
0: No, because I do think that the people who love movies. And for I just got a Hollywood Reporter that had uh, Leo in the pool, mm-hmm. and it goes because you love movies. And then in the back it had Margot Robbie at the theater. So you think that's and a it's good a, ad because you love movies? Because that's the thing. That's that's Tarantino's wheelhouse. They're not. He. It, I think once upon a time in Hollywood has faded because of 1917 and Parasite, but I think that that element... You think Just the too soon. billboard. Yeah, I think it peaked too soon. But the billboard with all the retro stuff and mm. everything, it was just it just remarkable. That scene, well, I know it's cinematography. Yeah. With, right. with
2: all due respect, we've been down the vintage yes. Tarantino Road a yeah. bunch of times, and they're all beautiful things. Yeah, you're got, right. Are they going to go... And this was the the best example of all. But Jackie Brown, you know, all these other things were vintage, too. Right. Um, you,
1: uh, Pulp Fiction's kind of out of time, but not
2: really. Yeah. So, you know. Yeah, you're right. Is, is, is it special enough? It's, it is very, very special. But is it special enough in context with these other things? Right. We'll find out. On Sunday night, right. around nine o'clock. Right. that's right. Well, no,
0: what, you yeah. about, uh, <coughs> what you said about what you said about nineteen seventeen is is really yeah, a good point. I, I think if, it, gonna... if it wins everything, because it, uh, it just is incredible. You, you filmmaking. should know. You
1: should know by eight thirty if yes. uh, what's going to happen. All right. So we already talked about this a little bit. Makeup. Um, you believe Bombshell is going to win?
2: Bombshell, you know, because of the subtleness and the craftsmanship. Is Irishman nominated for makeup too. The, well, that's so. not makeup.
0: That's CGI though. Uh, but um, isn't it that bombshell D-A-G-
2: joker judy maleficent in 1917 well judy you hate
0: judy i don't like it and i don't like maleficent no no one likes maleficent. and um what was the other one joker hmm. but i think bombshell because charlize theron every
2: time you looked at her she was megan yeah. kelly I mean, and it was uncanny the, the you know Nineteen Seventeen is also on the list, and there's a gazillion people of you yes, know, with dirt and stuff on them dead bodies. <clears throat> but this is this is the one where they bombshell they bombshell I think is a much stronger candidate, and also the, a, another political statement. Yes, and it wasn't just Charlize; it was it was lots of characters. Right, it was at a deep, deep top. Naomi core. Watts. Yes. Oh yeah. Um, Kate oh. McKinnon. Uh, right. And Lithgow, we've talked about, and you know, on and on and on. There was a bunch of characters. anyone playing and, a real person that really looked like that person. No, well, right.
0: Kippman. Ma- uh, Megyn Kelly's mother calls her up and said, I didn't know you were in a movie. Mm. And Megan Kelly is like, that's not me, Mom. That's Naomi Watts. <laughs> no, you know,
1: that, that, was that was... Charlize Theron. Theron. Yeah.
0: yeah, so how about that? Your own mother right. thinks you're in a movie. Gold Derby says it will be bombshell. So
2: yeah. Anyone, you know, that's simpatico me. with these people the last couple of rounds. Here. All right, for me. so
1: editing... Chris and I were talking about this movie before you got here, Lynn.
2: Uh, Derby says it's going to be Ford versus Ferrari, and Chris loves this movie. Deeply, deeply. This, I'll say it again, this film is America. It is. It is America. they, they He fought he, they Ford II through endless piles of cash after this. By God, he was going to do it. Tracy <laughs> we love our cars here. Um, <clears throat> Matt Damos, Carroll Shelby, Yeah, Shelby the Mustang. Fame, on and on and on. Um, it's car racing. It was you know dirt and grime in the middle of the fields, and it, this is America. It was See, I loved it, which is why the, it
1: hurts it for Best Picture because of as we've learned, it, stories about America that are not about making movies are not well received by the Academy. Look at Social Network versus the King's Speech. Social Network is a better slice of America than the King's Speech, which is about Britain, and therefore 1917 will probably beat Ford versus Ferrari for best picture.
0: Well, Ford versus Ferrari is the biggest crowd pleaser. Got a A plus on Cinema Score. People love it. People that don't it's go to movies long. very often. It's long, but it doesn't feel long. Right. When people find out it's too, long. An, yeah. When people f- uh, find find out it's It's shorter 200. than the Indy
2: five hundred for crazy <laughs> Satan.
0: And it just it just. Feel it like it's Chris exciting. it feels like America. There's so
2: many ups and downs and, and there's failures. But this is the one And way. I didn't
0: know that story.
2: I didn't either. I grew up, you know, I knew these names and these cars and Don McClaren uh, is a character. And I didn't know much about Ken Miles, but I knew all these other right. things. And I'd read Leah Iacocca's book who talked about how just, you know, deeply crazy and competitive uh, Ford was. Um, so this just makes lots of sense. So this I, it, it,
1: I voted for this editing for the our, our St. Louis film critics. It yeah. also makes sense if you're going to do the shotgun approach too This is something you can give it would seem like they want to give all nine pictures that are nominated for best Picture something which is how the which has been in the last three years it seems to be that way because you really don't have, a major winner that comes in and wins everything. And so this would be a good place for Ford versus Ferrari to get the shotgun yeah. approach. It would,
0: It's a technical achievement. Yeah. What they did with those cameras on those cars
1: and, and how they put it together. And you're editing racing on film. Really? Speaking of which, that brings us to costume. Oh, it's always a period piece. And that is what Gold Derby says it's going to win. It's the movie. That is not nominated for best director, but best
0: picture. Little Women, yes. Just, a, just to throw in there, that little dig about Greta not win getting a best director nod. Uh, the St. Louis, uh, the St. Louis Theater Circle, in their director of a drama, which I'm a founding member of the circle, uh, we have four of the five nominees are women. Wow, it's a first. Isn't that exciting? Who's the lone dude, and he better not win. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta, I gotta remember. I gotta go back. So, gotta, uh, yeah.
1: costume Little Women, and I think the costumes in Little Women are really well done. Yes, they are. They are exceptional.
2: You know what we haven't talked about, It was just cheeky fun, Jojo Rabbit. Yes, yes. Jojo so, Rabbit is going to be brought up here in a little. Okay, while.
1: but I think. But they, you think the costumes
2: in that are <sighs>
1: exceptional? It could
2: be a wild card Mm -hmm. in this category because there was a lot of characters and uh, in all the other ancillary characters. But the shoes make people cry.
0: But the shoes, I'm just saying that was a really brilliant stroke. Mm -hmm. And what she wore, ScarJo, what she wore was impeccable. And then even Sam Rockwell in all his military get-up. Rebel (laughs) Wilson looks
2: great in that picture. It was just cheeky fun. Um, and if I wanted to bring it up because we hadn't yet. Um but uh, yeah, uh, Hollywood probably you say little women. No. No. You say you say it's going to be JoJo
1: Rabbit. Hollywood. or Hollywood. I'd like to be the, one of those. The costumes, the costumes, they're period pieces but I don't think there was anything special about once upon a time in Hollywood's costumes.
0: No. The the western stuff was just just total retro. There like. were just
1: so many costumes. Yeah, upon yeah. Time and well, all, the yeah.
0: Playboy, the Playboy party. Mm-hmm. I don't know this. I don't know. I don't yeah. know about this one. You I, just. I don't know people
2: so that you didn't think live that...
0: through that period like it.
1: True. All right, so then we go to cinematography. That is
0: probably a lot. Hands down. Oh, yeah, I forgot that this one would be the luck. Roger Deakins, after being snubbed for years. And having
1: to win for Blade Runner.
0: <laughs> for all his Coen Brothers movies. And I do movies. love Blade Runner.
1: It's just that in the body of his work, or, yes. he won for Blade Runner. But that and that and that uh, Well, that it was state-of-the-art, though. That even also makes it seem like that was a pity vote, even though it wasn't a pity vote. It's a great film, but... He it's, he's actually much better in this.
0: Well, I remember when I hadn't heard anything about 1917, and I think this was probably uh, uh, this is, was a legitimate marketing campaign. We knew nothing about this movie till all of a sudden in mid-November, uh, you know, it was on Allied's list of movies coming out. And I go, what is this? And How then Sam, uh, Mendes? and then it's Sam Mendes, which. I think he's brilliant and he gets a pass for me on anything. So I'm like, oh, okay. Well, we got to pay attention because it's Sam Mendez. And then it said Roger, Roger Deakins. Deakins shot it to make it look like one take. Didn't but say but one take. But it wasn't, wasn't it, was it, the was com, it
1: was the comic book artist. Right. She was the one that suggested doing that.
0: So we saw it the Monday before Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. The Saturday before Thanksgiving, they had the New York critics uh, uh, screening saturday night twitter went crazy after the movie Mm -hmm. everybody was like deacons does stuff that nobody's ever done you know and so right right
1: then you knew christy wilson Carnes. she's the she worked on penny dreadful she wrote this with sam mendez and she said hey what if we tried to shoot it as one take and then they went with it. And they hired Roger Deakins to make it
0: look good. Which, to me, it, it yeah, this is a no-brainer. If it doesn't win, this is probably going to be a bigger upset than anything that's going to happen in picture or director. Okay. What do you think, Chris? It's oh, going to win that. Agreed. It's got to be. Original
1: screenplay. This is where you have yeah. problems. <laughs> yes.
0: Oh. Uh, what, is, what is your pick, young lady? And I, I'm going to hold back and let you know afterwards. Okay, well, I think that because fair uh, because uh once upon a time in Hollywood's faded they're not going to give Tarantino director but they he already, will... he already has one right
1: He already has a writing for Pulp fiction
0: right but they haven't in many years but he might get it here. however, I think Parasite's the most original screenplay of the year it is
1: I agree done yep and I think they if it doesn't win best picture, it could win this because there are more people in the, writing categories than are in international films and they, that's a, that's a valid argument valid and so argument. if you if the shotgun theory holds
0: this would be a lock for that i think writers guild gave it gave um parasite or was it uh, hollywood i don't know i'm thinking of the other one it gave uh, it gave jojo rabbit the adapted well, that's adapted, because adapted, right.
1: Jojo not? Rabbit is what Gold Derby believes is going to win. And that's, that, would, that would be the shotgun theory that gives something to Jojo Rabbit,
0: because ScarJo might not get any love. I was thinking that, uh, uh, you know, originally I thought Steve Zalian was going to do it for the Irishman but the Irishman really faded fast. You know why?
1: Because it's a lie. It's based on a criminal's testimony after he was already dead and couldn't say he didn't He didn't want the book published and then he died. His lawyer put the book out and everyone that says that knows anything about this movie knows that it didn't happen that way. <laughs> he didn't
2: kill anybody. But- I liked Casino better. But
0: but Azalean, you know, is very revered and it was old fashioned storytelling and gangsters, but it's faded very fast. As
1: a piece of fiction, it is a very good film, but they are not promoting it as a piece of fiction. They are promoting it as fact and it is not a good factual story because it's not true.
0: But I think Jojo Rabbit is going to be my pick on my Oscar ballot, even if it wouldn't just because what Chris said it's so cheeky, fun, and it's not what people say. When I first started telling to people to be able
2: to have pulled that off, yes, I'm a big fan of what we do in the shadows, the movie and the TV show right. on FX, which they, uh, very they renewed. Club- yes, and uh, the there was episode last season where the original where Taika and the crew from the movie mm-hmm. were guests, guest vampires on the show with the with the new crew. So that was that was fun. So wow, and just the way he pulls it off is just you know how. Just read the, say this in a sentence, like, what? This movie's about what? Wait, he's got his best friend's Hitler? Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, people looked at me like I was crazy. I go, oh, it's really good. And they looked at me like... Everything about this package was just sparkling. Jim I, Tudor's favorite movie of the year. Yeah, well, to like you said, to straddle that line, very hard to it do. It is
2: very hard to do, and it is so well done. And the yeah. casting was superb. Everyone up oh. and down the line. Sam Rockwell was great. Robert Wilson was great. <laughs> the Scarlett kids. Johansson, the two boys. Mm-hmm. I don't know which one I liked better because Yorgi, when he would show up, he stole. It was hilarious. Stole from Scarlett Johansson or anybody he was in the room with. Just stole it outright and just walked away. He just turns back and walk away and shrug his hand. It was just like the greatest, you know, uh, mm. second string ever. Right. That
0: Griffin Roman. Davis, is it mm-hmm. when he, he, the way those he big threw, bug eyes? Oh, and... the way he threw lines away, like I'm in love with the Jew. Mm-hmm. I mean, he just he would just throw those lines away. That had to be trained. Like, ah. is,
1: but she's great also. Yes, she. Yes, it, it wouldn't work if it, if she wasn't sympathetic and if she wasn't a good actress and was playing both terrified and conniving at the same time.
0: Right, she was really good in the the Ben Foster movie with uh what was it uh without a it's not without a trace but leave no trace
1: leave no trace i believe you're right yeah
0: so she's a just the way he combined everything and Takawatiti. that name people go what but but he he was he he
1: was in one of the biggest films of the year he was in endgame
0: yeah and he also directed a ragnarok
1: right thomas and mckenzie I'm Thomas get and get her McKenzie. Full name in there.
0: If you haven't seen the Hunt for Wilder People, look it up. It is a Taika Waititi yeah. movie in New Zealand, and it has another great kid actor in it with Sam Neill as his grant, as his yes. foster grandpa. I've seen it.
1: Mm-hmm. I love that movie. And he was also in The Mandalorian. He was playing the. Uh, he was the
2: nurse
0: bot.
1: Yes, the yes the not IG88, but the IG yep. series. Yes, nurse bot.
0: But he came on, uh, he came on a w- award show to announce the little clip from Jojo Rabbit, and he's he just kind of lectured people. He goes, "It's a warning." <laughs> <laughs> but see, he,
1: and he doesn't. He's not using his Kiwi accent in this. And he's using his German accent in this.
0: It's it's just everything about it, like you said. it's just you're watching it. It's you're well like, done. you're like, this isn't what I thought it was going to be, but this is. Just you know, uh, this one. When your lead mm. character blows himself up in the
1: first five minutes, you don't think it's gonna. (laughs)
0: Yes. (laughs) Anyway, so yeah, so I think the the big mo is on that one. All
1: right, so we're down to the big six now. Let's start with supporting. They're both locks, except. Okay, so we all we all agree Brad Pitt's gonna win. And sorry to everyone else that was nominated for best supporting actor. It was not your
0: year. And he gets to give another good speech because his speeches have been so good. But,
1: Laura Dern, everyone says it's going to be Laura Dern, but this is where Gold Derby gives a little asterisk and says, some Academy voters believe that Scarlett Johansson was good enough to be nominated twice. You give them the supporting actor if that happens. But... is. It's she, both worthy performances. She's amazing in both of those things, and she was also in one of the biggest movies of the year. She's had a really great year.
0: Yeah, I think if uh, there's going to be an upset, it it's might that. be this category. But um, do you
2: think it's ScarJo? I don't know. It could be Margot Robbie for a Bombshell. My informed sources lead me in a different direction altogether. That there was a big push and write-in right in behind the scenes with the acting community to get Florence Pugh. Oh. On the at at the big kids table. Really. So there is a groundswell for her. For her. And she's really good in this. This this has. So been, she, if everyone crosses each other out, right. the bigger names, she could just kind of slick her way in there because there's a groundswell of the the actors. They the, people they wanted talk. her on this list <laughs> right. in the
1: first place, and they rallied to get it there. This is the eighth time that Little Women has been filmed in the last hundred years. And this is the first time that this character of Meg has been Amy. I, Amy. Amy. Meg is uh, as Cirsha. Uh, that the first time that the character of Amy has been sympathetic and likable. Mm-hmm. Everyone hates Amy, but this is the first time that you could uh, so like Amy. You know, another wild card
2: potential. Yeah. Well, if
0: you see. look back on a lot of the uh, uh, history of the Oscars, they will give unknowns and Supporting. basically. Yeah, they will give the unknowns, the newcomers, yep. this award. Like Brad Pitt. <laughs> Brad Pitt already. They has They either an Oscar. give like people that are overdue, but Brad is yeah, but very look at, deserving. Look at
2: the, look at the names in the Joe two Pesci. lists. They're they're a little bit different, yeah, um, status wise. They're you know the the women are you know all great, finance, but the the titans in that long term, decades long right. titans of of you know male actors in Alvin the category. Cino, Jesus, you know how do you how do you compete there? Uh, right, right. Well, but,
0: but, I will say De Niro, who didn't get nominated, uh, Pacino, Pesci, they haven't been that good in years. They've they, been They're, they're really good by. in this movie, though. Right. That's what I'm saying. They uh, haven't been this good in years. They've been coasting on their reputation. Yeah. And then, but yeah, no, they're going to cancel. It, it's Pitt. It's Pitt. I don't know. He's been nominated three times. He won for 12, producing
1: 12 Monkeys. He, he was nominated for acting for 12 Monkeys. He won for producing 12 Years a Slave.
0: Yeah, and he's been nominated and he's for in And he's in that movie, too. For Moneyball and for Benjamin Buttons.
1: So, but, hold on a second. I'm double, who are we forgetting? We're forgetting I wouldn't uh, be upset. Anthony Hopkins and Hanks. I was going to say, I wouldn't, be, I wouldn't be
2: upset about Anthony Hopkins. I thought that was a, a really Tom Hanks throwaway.
1: That that's a throw. They needed another person, which is
2: unfortunate. Yeah, it really wasn't about him. No, that, <laughs> that, that movie's <laughs> awful. Uh, but the two popes, that was that was a great actor's role. You like role. that? You love that movie? Yeah. So I, you I, know, th- uh, yeah, that
1: could be. It's not. It's going to be Brad Pitt. Well, <laughs> remember Pitt. when
0: everybody thought Sylvester Stallone was going to win, and uh, then Mark Ryland's yeah. won for, uh, you know, Bridge, Bridge of size
2: Yeah, Bridge yeah, of yeah. Spice. So.
0: All right. yeah there. there's a, the wild cards always the supporting
1: But it. and you said Kathy Bates is the best thing about Richard Jewell right and
0: uh I don't know Laura Dern was the mom in Little Women too so I don't know so I don't know but, but I think or, or we're all oh. wrong it's just Laura Dern yeah well or maybe there's a lot of goodwill for her and her, you know, and she's been doing really good work the last couple of years. But she lies. saved the
1: resistance in Star Wars two years ago, <laughs> and they still mention they still mention her in Rise of Skywalker, and they, I don't know.
2: Yeah, that's right. But she you know, I like her parents.
0: Yes, people love her parents. Yes, and who was in
1: Once Upon a Time in
0: Hollywood? Yeah, that was. Yeah, well, that's just a great her scene. No, Very no, too. I'm
1: saying her dad yeah. was in there. Yeah, and her mom, her mom gave her an award too, didn't she?
0: Her mom and her were nominated the same year for Ramblin' Rose. That was their, like, that's one of those trivia mm-hmm. questions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, but no, she hasn't won. She won the Emmy for... Uh, Big Little Lies? Yeah. All right, so now let's go to
1: leads. Uh, everyone says it's going to be Phoenix and Renee. And Renee, I know you hate Judy, but... Oh, she's she's, she's going to win. She's great in that movie. She made me cry. And they, the way that that movie was done it she she is the best thing about that film for everything that is wrong with that film she is right about it i know she has you um, didn't like it the fact she didn't like it because she didn't sing like judy garland no. I she thought, sang her only. own songs. Nobody though. has that
0: tremble. Nobody has that tremble. But, but she also, sang her own. person, her lips drove me crazy. But also, I saw the source material, End of the Rainbow, at the Grandel with the best Judy Garland ever, Angela Ingersoll. Yes, she she's is from she's, Chicago. She's, she's, she's very incredible. great.
1: incredible. She has been on PBS. She is incredible. She's and she she she, here at the. Uh, right. Playhouse and in the, and,
0: and uh, the source material, End of the Rainbow, they changed for the movie, which. It drives me crazy when they do that. And also, at the theater circle the other night, at our mm-hmm. tiebreaker meeting, we all discussed that because we saw such a good Judy that we could not get behind Anger Renee.
1: really good. She's
0: So that's fantastic. my, but I'm, that's just, a uh, that's just me. I saw her at the playoffs at Westport do it live this close, and she was great. Unbelievable. It's like a friend of mine gasp when she came out. And she started talking. But she sounded, yeah, but, but she, Renee
1: I mean, Zellweger, Sang the songs herself. So,
0: right. Well, she's going to win. And also, it, it this is really odd, but Judy Garland never won a competitive Oscar. No. Because poor she was Judy not was in on Wasn't her uh, hospital bed after giving birth to, to Lorna Luft or maybe Joey Luft, one of the kids. One she of the had. kids that uh, is and, abused uh, in the movie. She is in, this is in, uh, 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 Lauren Bacall's book cuz Lauren Bacall and Humphrey Bogart were great friends of Judy and uh, they were in the hospital room when she and uh they 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 had a camera crew come in and they had a TV rolled into the room mm-hmm. for the Oscars and then she lost to Grace Kelly. So was that judgment at Nuremberg? N- no, a it stars was born. A Stars Born mm-hmm. and she leaned back in the hospital bed and she says they're never going to give me an But then she was nominated for uh, uh, Judgment at Nuremberg, which oh tears your heart because she plays the mother of the of of of, no of Maximilian Schell, who's destroyed by the Nazis for being gay.
1: All right, so then we have uh, Cynthia Erivo as Harriet Tubman. Sorry, she's the best thing in that movie. And she's also nominated for song, and
0: she's not going to win.
1: But that, who was, was Mary J. Blige was nominated for actress and song last year, too, and didn't win any either. Cynthia
0: is British, and she's a stage actress. She won the Tony for Color Purple, and she uh, is the only woman of color in the Oscar You're So White nominations this year. Woman of
1: color, but you also have Antonio that we're talking about in a second. But so I, he's a person of color. Right. Um, and then you have Charlize
0: it. and Searsha. It's Judy. Uh, it's going to be Judy. I love Saoirse. She's got to get one one of these days. She's going to be like the Amy Adams uh, of but the But Amy Oscars. Adams still
1: has not won. I
0: know. I know. Because she's got seven. But Sersha has, what, now, four? Five? And how old is she? She's luminous on screen. And she's radiant. And she is a great Joe. Mm. Oh, I, one of her nominations for Brooklyn. And I, no thank you. No, but she was the evil child in Atonement. Atonement. Mm-hmm. That's what got her on the map.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's Renee Zellweger's to lose. Yeah. True. The- Charlize is, you know, fantastic, but she's always great. You know, Monster is, is that much better. And, right. Uh, but the She's range, already won. Yeah.
0: Uh, she's so good in Atomic Blonde. People just totally oh, ignore that I movie. I love that film. I know. But, yeah, she's one of those people that is just impossibly gorgeous and talented. Right. And South African. <laughs>
1: Great. So um, the men, Antonio Bear, Banderas, what we just who we just talked about. I believe it's pronounced Banderas. <laughs> Puss in Boots. Yeah. P- Puss in Boots from Shrek. Uh, then you've got Leo. You have Adam Driver. You have Jonathan Price from the aforementioned Two Popes. And then the leader is Joaquin Phoenix for Joker.
0: Yes. As I've said multiple times, nobody is more fearless. Are more brave working today than Joaquin Phoenix? Did you finally watch that 60 Minutes piece? Mm -hmm. No, I meant I wrote that down and I meant to watch it. These four other people should get
2: comfortable in their chairs.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And I know they know (laughs) it too. Leo's already got his award; he's fine. It's easy to do crazy. Any actor can do crazy, but Joaquin brings out the pathos in Arthur Fleck.
1: It's it's not a movie about crime. It's a movie about mental illness.
0: And you see his descent into madness. You understand it. And when people, uh, you know, give me a look like, "Ooh, Joker. And I'm like, if you buy into the Batman mythology, you have to understand that Except Gotham the- City has to become a cesspool for the rise of Batman. But as Ben Stiller and
1: RDJ say in Tropic Thunder, he went full. Yes, he did. and But that's that's how you get nominated.
2: He's been a dark and brooding little character his whole life. Yes. Do you know who he was in parenthood? The little kid. The little masturbator. Yeah. yeah just the little, <laughs> just the little, even he had those intense eyes and just, you know, just emoting by not speaking and kind of you could tell he was an angsty little teen and then to die for, mm-hmm. um, you know of many, many things I love about that movie. He steals every scene that, he, you know, he's in. He's just got this presence where he's not traditionally handsome. He's, in fact, he's kind of weird looking. In he's the, got in the many scar ways. on the lip. Yeah, but it's distinct. His brother was the good looking one. I loved River Phoenix. I cried when he died oh, so much. Oh, running
0: on empty. Uh, oh, Pick running one. on empty. Just, I don't care. Just I loved them all. Gilbert Grape. Oh, yeah.
1: Well, all right. So, But but Walking
0: Phoenix, to me, last year, he gave my favorite male performance of the year, and you were never really here. Mm -hmm. Because what he does, where he goes, the dark places that he goes, and I think if you saw your brother die right in front of you, you would have some issues. So we're we're wasting our breath talking about any other
2: actor.
1: (laughs) All right. So, director, this is a Mm toss-up. It depends. Do you believe in momentum, or do you believe in the man who's not won in 29 years? Or... Do you have a wild card with any of the other directors, such as Quentin Tarantino, Todd Phillips, or Martin Scorsese? Marty's time is—he already is, won. He, he yeah. Marty Marty already it's not won. Not as your and this and I don't care for the Irishman. Todd Phillips is was not the creative
0: force behind Joker. No, as it was. I talked to somebody connected to the movie and they said, it, Joaquin thought of, it was Joaquin's movie and the stuff he thought of was really creative and brilliant. And Is QT out of the picture? He is it between
1: Boone and Mendez? Yes. Yeah. I'm sorry. Bong.
0: Sorry. Yeah. Well, Bong. I think, um, okay. Mendez won the DGA, which is the big pronosticator, but maybe what? Three times it's been wrong. Mendes will be the the director that's the, the longest between wins. movies because he was what 34 when he won for American Beauty it was his first movie. He was known for his stage work in in England and I tell everybody this that's not a a, a stage person. He changed, he deconstructed cabaret and made it sinister. And that's how the the Alan Cumming character and everything, Mm -hmm. brilliant adaptation. And that's the one now everybody uses. Nobody uses the Joel Grey one. No, Everybody uses. That's campy. Yeah, everybody uses the Sam Mendes version now, which is just brilliant. And And he was like the artistic director of Donmore Warehouse, so he's done a lot of signed a lot of Sondheim. Oh, I thought and you were going to say Scientology. No, Sondheim. So he was this director that came for this first movie, and everybody's like, well, who is you know, this guy? But he works, because of his stage work, he works with actors so well. That's why I think in 1917, it has not just the technical elements. Are you talking
2: yourself into this? Pick one. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm, <clears throat> for everything I said earlier, I think, you know, does is to lose, but I would be delighted. If a Parasite won,
0: I would like them to tie, like they did at the Critics' Choice Awards. No,
1: of which I vote. Well, so did you vote for Bong or did you vote for Mendez? I voted for Bong. All right, all right. Here we go. Let's say okay. Let's before we get to the top two that we think are going to win. Let's talk, uh, one sense about uh, each of the films.
0: Uh, marriage Story. It's dead on. Brilliant writing. Brilliant acting. I liked everything about it. I know you don't, but I just, it was so real. And it got all the elements right. It got that once you get lawyers involved, it's cold and transactional. Mm-hmm. And it, it showed the ripple effects of the family. Like, why can't I like him? There are so why do many, I have to
1: not talk to There are to so him? many good characters in the film.
0: Oh, the, the bits about the child and like Adam Driver saying, I want him to know I fought for him. Mm-hmm. that scene in the apartment where they say things that they can never take back mm-hmm. oh my god and then Adam Driver singing and being alive at the Chris, karaoke I have a
2: statement first mm-hmm. this is as good of a list of choices as, as there's been in my in recent a, memory in a while it, they're all competitive on different levels there's no, no one thing that's just way Ooh, why is way that in there? outside of there they're all different and unique this is a great, exciting list. Um, it could go in any direction. Of, you know, there's certain things we could kind of scrape mm-hmm. off the bottom, but it's highly competitive at the top. Um, Marriage Story is, you know, a pro- profound, um, you know, actor's piece and it kind of uh, you know, directs and itself. And every piece of it works. Yeah, it kind of directs itself on some levels it with is... the actors and, and everything involved in the writing. Um, it's not the big scope, widescreen epic kind of thing that the Academy often loves it's not the biggest possible thing um, as great as it is it's, it's not great enough it is the fav- my favorite movie I will never watch again
0: I think it's going to do well at the Spirit Awards tomorrow okay and it might
3: yep
1: alright so one sentence about Little Women
0: my favorite book of my childhood has a worthy adaptation. It it, it honors the tradition, and but yet it, it. <laughs> but it updates it in a way that I I found compelling.
1: Streamlined. It is a streamlined version of Little Women, which instead of it being two books, it's two books. It's like a shuffle of of cards. Chris, one sentence about Little Women. That I didn't see it. All right. Period. You did not have to admit that. It takes a big man to admit that you did not see it. Um, Joker. Uh,
0: this one's gritty, dark. Uh, it's it's not. It's r- harkens back to the seventies movies like Taxi Driver. Mm-hmm. I thought everything about
2: it worked. Chris, uh, you know, polarizing because of you know, you really have to be in the mood. <laughs> um, to To watch something like this, and um, you know, talk to many people who have went to it, and you know, thought it was the sure worst what movie think, of the year, or people who had screeners, like the privileged few that you know we know, and people have just like watched parts of it, and uh, you know, I kind of got it, but I, you know, it wasn't for me, so I didn't finish it because I had something else to do. So um, you really got to be, you know, kind of focused on it. But you know, what a mesmerizing, and you know, Phoenix is everything.
1: Well. I would I would say that Joker is getting bad raps by some people who don't understand what it's supposed to be.
2: They're thinking it's it's more you know DC they or Marvel like they wanted it's, something else, yeah. and they're. It's Either, not Jack Nicholson at all. Right.
0: Um, or Heath Ledger. I mean, a totally or different... Or Romero. Yeah, <laughs> Cesar Romero. I mean, you know, I thought... Uh, or you Mark know, Hamill. I was Heath, just going to say. Heath Ledger set a high bar. I just watched Dark uh, Night again. Oh, my God. Every little thing he does, every tick that he does... The licking of his lips because of his deformed, just so brilliant. And then for Joaquin to go, but each
2: zig. version of the Joker oh. is different in their yes. own you way. you may not be as aware of the delight that is Mark Hamill, Mark Hamill. as the Joker in all With the animated Kevin shows. I have oh. early
0: on when mm-hmm. my kids were at that age. Yes. Killing
2: Joke and you know all these things. Uh, not 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 killing
1: Killing Joke is weird. The first half of Killing Joke doesn't make any it's, sense. It has its place. It has its place. <laughs> it we'll, does. We're we'll talk about today. All right. Uh, Let's be nice.
0: Uh, The Irishman. I liked it more than a lot of people. So I was... uh, I've already
2: trashed it. I'll say something nice about it.
0: But I do think it's got no chance in hell.
2: It's a fine bit of American filming. Every film on this list deserves to be there. It's an achievement, but not something that stands out from the crowd because we've kind of been down these roads before with, you know, Goodfellas Casino or things that are... Uh, good, this is great. Hoffa. A, a, a part of history that I lived through as a child and didn't know as much about, just like Ford versus Ferrari, which mm-hmm. we'll talk about in a minute. We'll um, talk about that, Bits next. of Americana and history that I, I know more about, and I liked all the people, liked all the clothes, but, you know, yeah.
1: Um, I'm going to say something nice about it. It's, it intrigued me that after the main event that you've been waiting for, for an hour and a half happens around an hour and 45 minutes that they still get you to keep going and caring for the next 45 minutes there something nice about the Irishman uh Jojo Rabbit say something what haven't we said about Jojo Rabbit
0: uh, Chris summed it up perfectly it it just it, it it's not what you think no it is the sharpest social satire in years
2: I howled a couple of times I just laughed out loud. I, I did too. There were other times when you know it's not as funny. Um, so and it and it works. What a what a master a, a masterful blend of being able to do that to go from the harsh grim realities of war and loss and pain to something that's just screamingly funny. And those kids are just so good. Uh, and the writing is so funny, and, and Watiti himself is just a lunatic. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rockwell is a lunatic. I think they've been lying to us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so just just jaw dropping, goofy things, and, and it's really very dark. Even the funny mm-hmm. stuff is super dark. Right.
0: Oh yeah. When a child. You know? <laughs> yeah. When Steven Merchant has that book, and they're mocking. Oh yeah. She, mm-hmm. I mean.
1: Steven Merchant's really, really good. Rebel Wilson.
2: Wilson can barely keep a straight face right. when she's saying some of the stuff she's saying. She's cracking up, uh, but so she's it's so a funny. really good role for her. Mm-hmm. All right, so uh, Ford versus Ferrari, Lynn. It, oh,
0: as Chris said, it is a, a, a it is uh, America. 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 It's a crowd pleaser, cinema uh, score. Uh, I I said it A-plus. was a a, a plus. Who <laughs> I don't think I've met anybody who doesn't like it.
1: My wife wants to watch it again, and she said we need to see it on the biggest screen possible.
0: I do think you have to see it there. And uh, we did get a note from the director um, when I got a thing of coffee, you know, from broadcast Mm -hmm. film. And he said, uh, thanks to the critics, people are seeing this movie the way we intended it to be seen. James
2: Mangold. Yes. Yes,
0: who's a very good director.
2: I all but insisted before the show. The girl watch this film as soon as possible. And apparently, my wish is true It'll yeah. be well, tonight because it, it, it is. Oh, I just love it.
0: It comes out. It comes out on
2: uh, DVD. It's out next, already. Next week. Next week.
0: Oh, it's on directly. But direct it's, 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 it's stri- yeah. It's streaming. Get, it's
2: streaming. Yeah. Right Get thee to it. It's it's exciting. Yeah.
1: All right. So now you've got your big three. Your three that can probably possibly win this. Once upon a time in Hollywood. One sentence about that,
0: Lynn. Hollywood loves movies about Hollywood. They do.
2: Chris. Hollywood loves movies about Hollywood, but is this the best one there ever has been? No. I don't think so. Uh, Lots of great individual parts, but is the sum total the best, you know, is is it over the top great? Um, I, think I think i draw the line there.
1: People under 30 think that this is what happened.
2: Because they don't know, they don't it's, know. with its revisionist history. Yeah, right? I have issues with the revisionist. That, that actually angered me. I did not like that. I, I understand what it did, and I was glad that Were you it okay? happened that way. Were
1: you okay with *Inglorious Bastards* though?
2: yeah that was different How it was is it
0: different cuz it's 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 a, the it's same a, thing no he, it's, it's it's a villain
2: it's a villain and this is like these were real there weren't real characters in besides hitler and, and glorious bastards
0: uh spoiler alert if you haven't seen it but i the whole time every time the manson family is on screen i had this horrible feeling of dread yes i kept thinking like Please don't show the baby getting cut up. Please don't show. You know because you don't know where Tarantino's going to go. You don't. And the first you time don't.
1: the first time you see Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is probably the best because you don't know what's going to happen. And people that see it on uh, second that they're getting the nuances of what he has done. The first time when you are ignorant about what's going on and you have no idea how it's going to end, especially that scene on the ranch, you don't know what's going on the end whatever. But the scene on the ranch, you have fear because you don't know what's going to happen.
0: I know. My son, Charlie, who's 32, he did not know the character know that, that Dakota Fanning played. He didn't know she was being squeaky from. He didn't know anything. He goes, oh, I'm going to have to go back and, and watch it again. But as, as somebody who read every single word in Helter Skelter, which, by the way, is still the number one non-crime book ever sold. And that was 1974 when the book Mm -hmm. came out. So if you don't know anything about them, but those of us who do, it was just like, "Oh my God, how are they going to do this? What's going to happen?"
1: So, but but when you saw it, you were relieved, (laughs) okay, because you didn't want to see that. And it's a Tarantino Mm, film.
0: Yeah, because Lord knows what he was going to do. I mean, unpredictable. All right, one sentence about Parasite,
2: without giving anything away.
0: masterpiece of genre bending Chris, as
2: close to seamless as a piece of filmmaking um it's up it's on my you know it's up there with being there for me as being oh wow seamless and perfect it was my number two film of the year but
1: when i gave the blend my list of the decade
0: it made it higher than anything else current Because you keep thinking about it. You keep thinking about it. You just, you can't get those images out of your head and how he constructed everything. And it's like the sixth sense. Nobody spoils anything when you talk to them because nobody wants to. You guys didn't spoil it for me and I thank you very
1: much for that. 1917, Lynn, a sentence about
0: 1917. Epic and moving and uh, has heart and technical brilliance.
2: Chris that kind of sums it up and it is you know checks off many many boxes and the you know epic thing that the Academy often looks for epic in scope and storytelling and, and costume and, and you know where it, where it really has high marks on all levels and are all you know, the sum total is is high uh, really makes it into a, a magical piece of filmmaking I really loved the story I liked what they did with the story I
1: like I I enjoyed many, many things about this film. I enjoyed the performances. And and then you think, well, there are really only two main performances. Not really, because...
0: uh, Performance and a half. uh, The people (laughs) that they have in for just a couple of minutes are... That French girl. So good. That French girl is really... It was a
2: cast of hundreds, if not thousands, along the way. Right, it was true. like intolerance, or you know, Birth of a Nation. There was people right. everywhere, and stuff, and dirt, and bugs, and oh, when
0: Mark Strong looks at him and goes, "Have a witness," mm-hmm. just little things
1: like that, mm-hmm. just little teeny things. Okay, so we can all admit the last three are the ones that are probably have the best shot of winning. Yes, those three. Yes, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Parasite and 1917. Well, don't
0: they do this thing with the ballots now? It's a weird system. Where is it you the have tiered like, system?
1: I, yeah, I thought there? that was just for voting. I thought that was just for getting the nominations out, which is why they can have up to 10. I don't know if it's that. for. I think everybody just votes for what they, and that's the entire Academy body, the Motion Picture Academy of Arts and Sciences. They, everyone that is a member of this, if you are in the Uh, documentary film, if you're in the set design, everyone votes for picture. So that's why it's... Everyone votes for picture. So, if you had to pick those three, knowing what you know, give me a should and will.
0: I think... uh, I do think 1917 should win, and I do think it will win. Chris Clark. Same.
1: I think parasite should win but I think 1917 will win I was torn I I, but
2: I you know. know you could have said yeah. either what I said or yeah. she said because um you know either either works but I would not be
1: I would not be upset if any of those no.
0: three won no no it, it it's just yeah because you just don't know it's and and, and you
1: know what the other six are valid if they win good for them
2: but it's not gonna happen parasite has already achieved things. By being the first Korean in these places and, and, and the, you know, epi, you know, best picture and best foreign film and, and best this about that. And just, just being here, um, they've already broken some things. If they win anything, then it's even more of a record. So, um, that would soften the blow, you know, uh, oh, if, if it didn't those win are, much or anything. Those are people of color. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Well, another thing is too. the Academy has, you know, way more white, old white guys in it. It just is a thing. But see, that's what what
1: I was saying with Chris. Why, Why are these if they love movies about movies, if they love Americana, if they love America, why do they keep giving the big awards to British films?
0: They just do. The last couple of years, if you <laughs> think about it, do. to me, the, 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 <laughs> the last, ago, oh my God. So like you said, social network, King's Speech should not have won. Social network should social have won. Social network should have won. Uh, it's a story broke about America. Brokeback Mountain should have won over Crash, but I yeah. will admit I liked Crash when I saw I it. Liked, I liked Crash. When I saw it. And then uh, I'm not in the Moonlight should have beat La La Land camp. I liked La La Land a lot. But, um, and so I don't care. Usually, uh, best pictures either a letdown for me or it doesn't shock me because they were going to go that way anyway, even Green though book? I went the other one, like Green Book. I really like Black Clansmen better. But <laughs> if, that's, you, if you wanted a
1: race movie, you wanted Black Klansmen.
0: Yeah, well, as Spike Lee says, people that drive keep beating me because <laughs> do the right thing got beat up by, 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 by driving Miss Daisy. Daisy. Well, do the right thing didn't even get nominated. No, and then but see, ever since they started the screener thing, mm-hmm. where more people see the movies, that's a better representation now, right? Because they before, didn't used to.
1: They would take you to a the theater in Los Angeles at two o'clock in the afternoon. And you would all go watch the movie together. but then you talk about it afterwards, but, or now you can just watch it at your convenience in your home.
0: Which is a good thing. All right, well, thank you all for coming here today. Well, thanks. Talking Carl. about this. Oh, this. This was super this fun. This is your Chris. show, Lynn. Well, I know. And by the way, big announcement, we are now on iTunes. So go to iTunes and subscribe to Real Times Trio podcast this is episode 52 i know this is our this is our year anniversary we started with the oscars but last year's oscars were way you know
1: why because we did one special it's actually next week because we have one one week we did two because we talked to ron about mississippi river festival that's why. So it's actually next week. But this is still a
2: close enough. It's a year's worth of year. podcast. Right.
0: Yes. Well, the Oscars start at 7 p.m. Central Time Sunday. The red carpet is 5.30 p.m. So that's the big talk. Who's going to be wearing what and who's going to be with who and all that kind of stuff. See, this is why some people I care don't about. care
1: if I get to see it because – as Chris said, you can watch the Oscars about an hour and a half.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, you can. I I, I prefer uh, speeding through and getting it pretty fast, but there's no host again, which speeded up things last year. Yes. So, but there's still there's still
2: there was still bloat. <laughs> there's always bloat because it's a big it, 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 it's just a BEAM. You should m- follow The Baftas is the most efficient award show in the world. And should, it, everything it should live. be the Baftas. They air live and it's done in it, like an it, hour. It aired live after Doctor Who last week on BBC America. And don't they just
0: go bam 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 in and you win,
2: out. then they go to a all night party like you should. Get in and get out.
0: Uh the uh uh, Independent Spirit Awards, which are my favorite, mm-hmm. they are on at four p.m. Aubrey Plaza. Aubrey Plaza host, is going it. to host. It's on the IFC channel, but you can stream it on your computer. So that is got. Um, it's on a
1: beach, and they're all like wearing it's, sandals. It's Sa-
0: Santa Monica. But Mary's Story, Uncut Gems, The Farewell, those are some of the picture nominees. Some of my
1: favorite movies of the year.
0: Right. So it's all the lower budget ones.
1: Adam Sandler is going to be at the Independent Spirit Awards,
0: which is great. Yeah, so that is the world we're living in now. I know. Think about that. Yeah. I'm, so I'm
2: glad I didn't have to say Oscar. Or Adam Sandler, Oscar nominee, but he was so <laughs> good in I that have, movie. I have a high level of disdain for Adam Sandler. But did in you general. like Uncut Gems? Oh, well, I was mesmer. I thought that was fantastic. It was great. I mean, it's the role of a lifetime. Um, oh, but you could say Punch Drunk
1: Love was a role of a lifetime for him, too. Not like this. No. But that's yeah, no, 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 no story. Not, like not like this.
2: Not like this. And this whole story, it was a great film. It was.
0: My favorite thing about it was Idina Benzel's looks at him. When, she didn't when have to say anything.
1: And he's in the parking lot getting <laughs> out of the trunk.
2: <laughs> and she's just dead. You know, you know, decades of being a heinous boob. Plays off for him in mm-hmm. this just unvarnished and just gross role and just dives in and it's just warts and all. It was um, a lot of warts. Almost a shame Eric- that he was not on the, you know, I, right. I mean, yeah. joked about it, but I would have approved right. uh, of, of anything. I would have proved that he that was there. Who would you have taken off? Ooh, man. John
1: Price? Yes. You're, well, I think he yeah. was so good as Pope Francis.
2: There, there was a good, it was fine. Wait, wait. wait. It was fine. It was
1: fine. No, it would have been Anthony Hopkins. No, Anthony. Price, ha- Price yeah, is yeah best, Price is is, 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 is the good. beloved yeah, Pope that, Francis of, okay. of those five. He's the weak link, and I think. And you would have
0: rather had Sandler in there or Eddie Murphy.
1: Either, either yeah. of those. Yeah. they
0: just have a deal with comedy. Um, uh, on the other side of the spectrum, comedy is for supporting. Supporting is for comedy. Right. The Razzies are announced tomorrow. Too. I'm okay with that.
1: <laughs> and a lot of these movies that we have named today yes. have, are also are getting Razzies.
0: But also, you mentioned the Safdie brothers because uh, Uncut Gems. Uh, they are the two brothers who direct with such a, 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 a adrenaline rush style. Yes. Their their movie their breakout movie Good Time with Robert Pattinson who also showed he could be somebody besides Edward the Vampire he's gonna be Batman next yep he the Batman it starts on Netflix February 11th yes okay I can't wait and for those sappy people who still like Love Story which has not aged well but it was the movie when I was a senior in high school 1970? everybody 1970 everybody wanted to be Ally McGraw it is now. 50 years old and it's going to be tomorrow 1pm at like a whole bunch of St. Louis theaters it's going to be is it a Fathom event it's a Fathom event Mm -hmm. and it's going to be Wednesday night at 7 but it's Love means never having to say you're (laughs) sorry. It was a book first. (laughs) And it was a book, which I still have. And uh, I just can't bear to throw it away.
1: It's with the white cover and the horrible lettering from the
0: 70s. I mean, it was so of its time. And Ryan O'Neill plays Oliver Barrett, the fourth, who goes to Harvard and is. Why are you giving away the
1: film? Because it's 50 years
0: old. Okay. I
2: I hope hope she's okay in the end. (laughs) What happens to her? I hope she's okay.
0: (laughs) Oh, my God. We had to wait in line at the stadium cinema one to see it. You guys are too. But you, yeah, all, so. I remember seeing. I used to
1: see But porn. you also had read the book first too, yes. so you knew how it
0: ended. Oh right? yes, we. Oh oh, all of us seventeen-year-olds just cried like buckets and stood in line because you know back then you had to come to St. Louis when I grew up in Belleville to see the big releases and Stadium Cinema won a long line of teenage girls just out the door so yeah it hasn't aged well but if you pay attention Tommy Lee Jones plays Ryan O'Neill's Harvard roommate hmm. Hmm. that was like one of his first movie roles and fun fact Tommy Lee Jones was really Al Gore's roommate that is correct. in college My name is Carl
1: Middleman. You can find me on Instagram at underscore CarlTheIntern and on Twitter. And you can hear me on the Intercom family of radio stations, usually on The Weekend Report on KFTK on Saturday
2: afternoons. Chris, Chris. where can we find you, sir? Right up the street. Cinema (laughs) St. Louis. I'm the Artistic Director of Cinema St. Louis. I'm about town doing this and that.
1: Socially on media, Uh, online.
2: Chris Clark, STL on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook.
1: Nice.
0: And
2: uh, now,
1: now here's the litany. Here we go.
0: I can be found I'm Lynn Venhouse and I can be found in the Times newspapers, Webster Kirkwood Times, South County Times and West End Word. And we are online and in print. And I am on KTRS every Thursday night with Ray Hartman. Were
1: you on last night?
0: I was. And okay. I talked to Oscars and uh, I am now in this endeavor, which I always plug on KTRS. Good. And, and Ray uh,
1: says, I knew him when he was really an intern. It's the same joke every time, Ray. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs>
0: <laughs> creepy uncle. <laughs> oh, Ray, I do. I, his I do. And his uh, son
1: and my daughter had cotillion together.
0: Oh my! That means
1: they probably
0: danced together. Oh my goodness! Well, uh, you can find our reviews on iTunes. Uh, on iTunes, but also what's your new website? Poplifestl.com. All right. and uh, that'll have theater and film and lifestyle and other entertainment around the St. Louis area. And uh, getting back to our um, film, uh, St. Louis film critics have their own website. And so, if you just want to have one-stop shopping, you can see Carl and I on that site. And Chris, anything coming up with Cinema St. Louis that you want to mention before
2: plug, we plug, we plug. Uh, say bye? I was given some notes. Oh, good. Let me see. Let me
1: find them. When you're there, um, mention these things:
2: uh, the classic French film festival. Um, oui, we, for is many wonderful. years, has been in March. It will be on three weekends in April this year. Um, we also moved QFest to um, May from April. Um, there are already two things that I've invited, both with strong St. Louis connections. I shan't talk about that today, yet. But um, I'm excited about these things that are becoming to QFest. Well, you have to come back. Um, yes. Golden anniversaries, films of the 1970s. 50-year-old um, films, um, will be in August. Um, and we're making a bunch of changes in membership in our, ticket, our ticketing system for all events because no one system talked to each other. You couldn't get landmark tickets at Frontenac nope. or Tivoli. Versus, we're scrapping everybody's systems. We're going to have one unified system. Nice. Um, coming soon. So we're going to have actually, thankfully, of three shakedown cruises with our other three events <laughs> that are much smaller than the big kahuna of Sliff. So by then, it'll be um, one stop shopping. Yeah, so go
0: to cinemasaintlouis.org mm-hmm. yes. and uh, find out everything you want to know about Cinema St. Louis because we're big supporters of that. Yes.
2: <laughs> and our, our weekly CineScoop newsletter is not just about us because mm-hmm. all things are not about us. Anything film related, all throughout the mid, you know, by state region, is mentioned calendars and film and we'll send you and, a link so you yeah. can
1: put this on there yeah. so
2: people can hear what you sound like and you don't have to be a member to be on the list no just if you want to learn about film our stuff too but um all film stuff going on in town
0: brian spat does a really good job or is, yeah, the interns he? do it but brian's in charge oh <laughs> <laughs> okay whatever anyway, well happy oscars night america and, and uh talk to you next week yeah I,
1: i'm gonna see birds of prey tomorrow i'm thinking of
2: skipping sonic the hedgehog and going to see birds of prey i think that's a wise decision <laughs> she wears blue in her costume it's kind of the same thing she moves real fast
1: yeah and and Jim Carrey and uh, James Marsden aren't in it so and I love them both but Sonic has teeth
2: (laughs) Margaret Rogan in hot pants that's all I need to say okay then (laughs) Let's say goodbye
0: bye bye